0: How much is it worth? Brother Wade, how much is this worth? Right here. Right now. How much is it worth? There are people that have lost their life for this very thing that we are experiencing. This is not a light thing. This is God Almighty coming down and visiting us. I am in the light of His presence. My sin is ever before me. In the light of His presence, I am exposed. Every part of me, I am naked before Him. That should be an humbling thing for us, church, to be in the light of His presence this is a wonderful thing because my God knows everything about me He knows where and how I am living He knows my infirmity He knows my feelings, Sister Sandra He knows the thoughts of my mind How much is this worth, this time, this opportunity? If you have a need, a problem a torment, an affliction, whatever it may be. It should be worth it all to you tonight. In this atmosphere and in this presence, heaven is the limit. I am washed and I am cleansed and I am made white as snow in this presence. How much is it worth to you? I don't know if it was the carpenter. She could be seated. I am not into formalism. I can tell you that right now. I'll able to start from the end of my sermon and wind up at the beginning. I just want God to have His way. Thank you, Sister Ashley. I wish I could take her with me on the road. Because we don't have this. She is highly appreciated. I promise you. I promise you. Both, both of them with the kin. Hallelujah. This is, to me, that is worth silver and gold. A lot of churches do not have the blessing of that. They don't even know how to flow with God, some of them. I'm thankful for the ministry. Because to them, it's worth something. Somebody that's any good at anything, it is because they love it. They love that and they're good at it, Brother Paul. They're good at that thing because they love it. Do you love God? Are you good at living for God? Wow. No telling what's going to happen here tonight. I believe God's going to speak to some hearts. And maybe put us, if we're not, put us back in the middle of the road. But I I want God to fix me. And and if I get a little bit to the right or to the left, I want God to fix me. That's what the Word does. It's my instructions and it it helps me. The carpenters, don't quote me on this because I I wasn't in on all that kind of music when I was younger. I don't know if it was them, don't quote me on this, that come out with a song, Hooked on a Feeling. I don't, y'all probably know it, Sister Katie. Um. Brother Ron, you may know that. I don't know if that's the people who wrote it, but I begin to think about that song this week, and I am hooked on what I feel tonight. When I go to bed at night, there's a residue of, you know what a residue is, Brother Brian? It's when the airplane passes over and the chemical hits the ground. It's It's what's left after it's after it's gone. The residue of what I feel tonight it goes with me, Sister Katie. And it ministers day by day and, and, and little by little, and it's that residue I'm hooked on that feeling of God that ministers, Brother Clifton. All day long. It ministers when the enemy comes in like a flood. Ask Brother Al how much it's worth. Ask Sister Katie how much is it worth. Ask someone who is not privileged to have the health and the wealth. And ask them how much is it worth. Hallelujah. My story tonight takes place in 1 Kings 21 it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give it thee for a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. Ephesians 6 and 12, y'all could all quote it. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. My title is, How Much Is It Worth? How much is it worth? For 400 years, the children of Israel lay under the taskmasters of Egypt. Crying and waiting With expectation for our Savior. Can you imagine Brother Clifton? 400 years. Generation after generation after generation. Waiting for such a long time. But there came a point. There was an expectation in the air of the day. That something was fixing to happen in their time. And lo and behold God sends the Deliverer. What a visitation of God. It was worth everything to the Israelites. They packed up and they left Egypt with a mighty visitation from God. We find Jesus Christ stepping on the scene in His day with a visitation to His people. John the Baptist prophesied of His coming He said, there is one coming after me. He began to go around preaching in the towns of the cities of his day. Saying, there was one coming after me whose shoe latchet I am not even worthy to unloose. He said, I baptize you with water. But he is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. There was an expectation When Jesus Christ stepped on the scene in that day. There was just a feeling in the air, Brother Ed, that something was fixing to happen. The spirit of the day was was ripe. Political unrest and warring factions and disease and hunger and famine was in the land. It was ripe for the picking. Let me say today... That I have a feeling and an expectation... For the visitation of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Because the atmosphere of this world is ripe for it. And I believe his people are beginning to turn and look toward him and say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Because everything that can be shaken is being shaken today. The church is having revival. Everywhere you go, God is on the move. He is working. If we're not careful, we will Allow spirits, spiritual wickedness, principalities and powers to motivate us and to cause us to not believe that God is ever coming back. The Spirit speaketh expressly, Paul told Timothy, that in the last days, hallelujah, perilous times was going to come. And he also told him that there was going to be seducing spirits and doctrines of devils that was going to go around influencing the church and the world today. One of the signs of the end time is there's going to be a great dispersion of demonic influence. And we are seeing it today. People don't know what to believe. They they grab hold of anything paul gave a charge to timothy he said timothy you're gonna have to preach the word he said i'm giving you a charge in the holy ghost you're gonna have to preach the word because the time is coming when men will not endure sound doctrine and we're living in that world today when there is no sound doctrine there's a different church on every street corner hallelujah We need to be aware what's speaking in our ear. What is it telling us? If it is telling us to be like the world and draw up close to the world, something's wrong with that spirit, Brother Brian. We need to push away and measure it by the word of God. We need to become afraid because my relationship and my experience and my Holy Ghost is my eternal inheritance like Naboth's vineyard, He was not going to sell it for any price. Ahab knew that he couldn't sell it. He knew the law of the day that when you received an inheritance from your people that you couldn't get rid of it. Canaan was God's land. God gave him that lot and that parcel. He couldn't have got rid of it if he wanted to. Ahab knew this. Ahab was being influenced by a spirit of of covetousness he was the king he had everything in the world brother jared he didn't need that vineyard he had everything else he owned all the land around it isaiah come up with a with one of the woes he said woe unto you that join house to house and lay field The field. What are you saying, Brother Joe? I'm saying that something is wrong with us when it is never enough. When it's it's never. I gotta have. And it wasn't that he needed it, Brother Clifton. He wanted. It was an inordinate desire in him. Church, we better be careful of what we allow in our thoughts and in our minds. That it ain't gonna be good for you in the end. Naboth. Would not sell and it cost him. It cost him his life. But you know what it cost Ahab? It cost him his life. It cost him his wife's life. It cost him his kingdom. There was a curse placed on him. Because of his overwhelming desire for more than what he needed. Paul said, I am content." In whatever state I find myself to be. You know where he wrote that? In prison. And here we find King Ahab. Being discontented. Living in the palace. My, my. Discontentment church. Will take you to a place you never intended to go. We better be careful of what spirits that we entertain or that we are allowed to speak in our thoughts and in our minds telling us that you need more. You should have this. You should want to get this. And on top of that, his wife Jezebel, who was so wicked, her name was carried all the way to the book of revelations. She was such a wicked woman. She didn't care about the law. She didn't care about the prophets. She just got through killing a bunch of prophets. She didn't care about that. And when she got through with Naboth, dead was he. But that old spirit of worldliness, that old spirit of not caring about who you hurt to get what you want, Jezebel was more than happy to have him put to death. More than happy. She was a murderous spirit. A jealous spirit. Haters of those that are good. Despisers of those that love God. She was the the picture perfect person of that spirit that will come to you today and begin to insert thoughts and feelings in your heart and in your mind that it, it don't matter what anybody. You deserve that. She told King Ahab, hey, I'm going to get, you deserve that. He had everything. How much is it worth to you, church, to listen to the voice of this world? Its principality, its power, its spiritual wickedness. We need to be aware of what we're entertaining in the night when it's all quiet. We need to be careful what feelings rise up in us, church. I believe that I have heard from God tonight that He wants us to be aware. He's trying to prepare us so that we would prepare our hearts to meet Him in right standing. And this is not doom and gloom. We're living in the worst of times, but we are living in the best of times times hallelujah we're living in the worst of time because of sin and the devil and the flesh is running rampant in this world today but we're also living in the best of times brother ed because the holy ghost is living on the inside god has paid this place a visit hallelujah we're living in the best of times the heroes of faith did not have the promise of god living on the inside but we do we got god living in the inside brother daryl with us if we don't make it it's going to to be because we just didn't want to make it we are kept by the power of god through faith hallelujah they that endure to the end is going to be saved i don't need the devil to sin sister janelle i just need a little bit of flesh That's all it takes is just a little bit of flesh, brother Ed, and that flesh will drag you around. And that old devil like Jezebel, he'll come in and just compound the problem. When he gets through with you, you're in trouble. But thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph. If I fall, I shall arise. Hallelujah. I'm not staying down. I got my mind made up that I am going to live for God regardless. Because what I have is worth all the gold in the world. What I have is worth anything that this world has to offer. I don't want to measure it with anything in this life. Hallelujah. Because it is worth more. To, it's worth more than my life. It's worth anything. Hallelujah. To live for God and to experience what we, we are experiencing right now. Hallelujah. I am thankful tonight for the goodness and the mercy and the grace of God. And I want to hear from Him every day. I want to give my life and my heart and my soul to Him. Because without it, I cannot do anything. I need God. What is it worth to you, church? Living in this world, it is not... The the man that said, I will say in my heart, I will tear down my barns and build bigger barns. So that I'll have a place. It sounds like a good, reasonable explanation. And I don't know if he ever did it because he, he did it in his heart. Do you know what you can do in your heart? You can commit adultery in your heart. Nobody knows it. God. You can you can be an atheist at heart. The fool has said in his heart there is no God. We can sit on the pew full of doubt fear covetousness, envy and strife full of unbelief and in our heart we can devalue the most valuable thing in the world. If we can do things of that nature in our heart what more can we do? I want to be right. Chastise me. Rebuke me. Do whatever you have to do, Lord. I pray this continually. God, give me patience. Because in my patience possess ye your souls. And whatever it takes. By the way, I can't afford not to go, I can't afford it. Everything, it's worth everything to me. To live for God. It's worth everything. I have an eternal clock. Looking for Jesus Christ. Naboth died for what he believed. I expect to be raptured or to die. Living in the belief. That my inheritance. Is the most valuable thing in the world. The apostle Peter said we have been begotten. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Unto a lively life. Hope and to an inheritance which is incorruptible, undefiled, and that fadeth not away. Reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God. I have a reservation. I intend to keep that reservation. It's on my card. It's in my heart. And it's done been prepaid. All I got to do is show up and I'm going to cash in on that reservation. Jude said it was needful for him to write unto the church in his day because of the faith which was once delivered unto the saints was in jeopardy. He said we must earnestly contend for that faith. Is there any earnest contenders in the house? Are you, or do you have a made up mind? I'm going to win this fight. I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to forget about yesterday. I'm going to forget about today. And I'm going to look up. Onward, upward and Godward. And I'm going to live for God. I have nothing to lose. I have everything to gain. I know I'm not shouting and dancing, but that's all I have tonight for you. I hope you're encouraged. It's not doom and gloom. God is on my side. He is going to help me to make it. And I intend to capitalize on that. I intend to stand before God and say, "God, I have no more talents. I, I've gave all I have. I intend to stand before God. And say I have given it, it my all. Because I believe in eternity. Do you believe in eternity tonight church? Just stand tonight. You want me to go ahead and. Dismiss brother Ken. Or you want it or. Thank you for coming. I hope I haven't bored you. Be encouraged church. God loves us. If you go to hell. It's going to be over the love of God. Because He is reaching. And He is helping us. I've been in situations, Paul, if it wouldn't have been for God, I wouldn't have made it. And I didn't, I didn't realize it until after I had went through it. He met me on the other side. Coming at me. Already fixed the situation. He already been there. He went down into the keys and took the keys of death and hell before we ever get there. He already conquered that for us. So let me tell you, whatever situation you're facing... You're going to meet God coming right through the other end of it. Brother Al, you're going to meet him one way or the other. And he's already been there. He's done made a way where there seems to be no way. I'm like Brother Jeremy. If I die, good, I'm going to where I want to go. If I live, I'm going to live like unto God. Hallelujah. God bless you. Any announcement, sister? Remember the Obland Church? Remember Brother Haman? Remember my wife? She has been sick, sick, sick. I told her if she was a cow, I'd tag her and sell her. She didn't like that, but just a joke. But we are facing many problems today, church. But thanks be to God. I love Him. I appreciate Him. Go with Him tonight. Talk to Him. Tell Him what you need. Because He's an every-present help. Every day He loves us. God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Be dismissed.